All right, all right, all right. What's up, my friends? Michael Gebbin here, your mind mechanic, to bring you another episode of The Wealthy Creator Show, where every week I dive in and dig deep one-on-one into the minds of creators to see what is holding them back from living a wealthy life, both personally and professionally. So every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, inside the How to Become a Wealthy Content Creator Facebook group, I go live. So it is free to join that group, and you can join that group by going to Facebook and searching how to become a wealthy content creator and clicking join. So if you'd like to be coached like the creators on these episodes, just click the Zoom link on the Facebook Live and join in. Let's rock and roll, my friends. Here we go. John, here we go. There you go, my friend. All right. How's it going? How's it going? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. So just to start off with, I have been absolutely chewing up and loving your free content. Oh, good. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, it means a lot. Really I'm on the jumpstart sessions. Uh, I found you through the 14 day filmmaker program, which I'm a part of. Okay. Um, Fantastic. So I do want to connect with you. I'm very interested in doing your one week free trial. Cool. Uh, but what I'm doing is, is a little bit different than I think other folks you're dealing with. Uh, I'm building out a web web infrastructure. Okay. Um, so that's what I've done for close to 20 years for other people. I really okay. suck at doing it for myself. Sure. Um, <laughs> I lack, uh, you know, the follow through, right. Yeah. Um, that type of thing. So what I'm doing right now is, is building it and templating it. And it's something okay. that's really scalable, um, geographically and market wise. Okay. Uh, so I've had a lot of experience with content delivery and targeted digital advertising. I spent 20 years doing it stuff, security marketing. Um, mm-hmm. but my best projects have always been using outsourced content because I'm not a creative guy. I'm a tech guy. Sure. Get it. Um, it's so in line the other part we're of talking the, about here, there's lots of ways yeah. to a destination. You don't have to put it all yourself. Exactly. So uh, what, what I want to take a look at is, is actually contracting out video production services okay. through this web platform. Um, but again, for me, it's about commitment, right? I know I can build the platform. It's yeah. about following through on the marketing and getting the businesses signed up. Uh, really, it's just connecting the platforms about connecting businesses with, with clients looking for them. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's a, it's a win, win, win situation. Sure. I've just got to, I've just got to execute on it well and, uh, and follow through, which is where sure. I'm looking for uh, some accountability in the industry that, you know, yeah, right. no, I so. mean, it's interesting. I mean, something that I think the more people consume this and even for my more and more clarity myself, um, especially kind of combining forces with Paul, uh, I, I'm not, I do less and less work. Like when people usually do end up doing work with me, they're like, well, that wasn't what I expected. You know, I think it's about business tactics and strategies. And, you know, Paul's a very much framework, system, structures, step-by-steps. And I just want to dig in to exactly that. It doesn't really matter what you want to do, but this idea that you have an idea, you're excited about the idea, and you know the parts you're great at. And then you look at some parts and go, but am I going to potentially waste all my time because I won't commit to following through to complete this? So I'll, I'll spend all this energy and effort for nothing potentially. Uh, And that's what I love to work with because really if we dig into that um, and it's looking at it from different lenses and filters, right? On on how I'm all about keeping people in their sweet spot, not, and just like you've been able in the past to hire out people, it's kind of going, do you need to be the one who makes these tweaks and does these things and has to be the one committed to doing certain things? Or do you partner? Do you collaborate? Do you connect with a strategic partner somebody who, I mean, full transparency, if you haven't heard me say it already, I mean, after years of 
trying everything under the sun on certain levels myself and having had websites and the one guy who's David was just on here. I mean, the, the guy he mentioned, if you've been on here all the time, he said, Oh, I had one of your courses. It wasn't my course. It was, I was involved with a guy who was my very first person I ever did a one-on-one day with in 2010. He ran a production company for a while. Then he got into the online marketing stuff. He actually took everything I kind of taught him and then he recorded all the stuff. And I just was like, the happy-go-lucky, semi-credibility guy on the webinars, and I ran some of the ads, uh, but I was not in the, I think I ended up doing one thing with them with my glide cam, but 99.999% of the course was all Mark. Um, and, you know, the, the, the fascinating thing is, is after, that was one example. So that was one example. I've had other ones where I've built the teams, I've had membership sites and different things. And what I found is that, I will always survive alone. I've been very, I mean, I've had some help, but I really leaned into my sweet spot in my production company as a collective whole. And then I would get some shooters and editors from time to time, but it was really all me flying by the seat of my pants, doing the best in the area that I was great at. Um, but at times, like I said, hiring different people went up. I could, I could survive alone, but there was something about um, continuing to be the owner, the leader, the hire, the fire, the finder, the this, the that, all this. I, I just... I didn't, I just want to do this work. That is it. I don't want to do anything else. I spent a year and a half more or less focused on uh, Parker from full-time filmmaker and trying to open a door with him, which I did. I've been able to reach and reachable. I had a harder time getting a hold of him and almost making something happen than I honestly did when I did stuff with Tony Robbins. And it was so weird, but like, so I did that, but Paul was paying attention to all that I was doing when I wasn't even delivering directly value to Paul. Now I knew Paul from uh, 2016. I was doing my video production work. He was there. He liked me. He hired me to do a thing for him. And Paul came, uh, uh, sent me a message a couple months ago. We had kept in touch a few times here and there since 2016 and honestly made me the offer that I was trying to do through full-time filmmaker because I knew by 2019, I, I just want to coach. I don't want to spend the time marketing, finding the people, doing all this stuff. And I know that it's like 2006 with weddings right now with the work I'm doing because everyone listening doesn't know what they don't know and it's not their fault. It's not that they've never heard of a coach or anything else, but in video production, the work I'm doing with that creative space or just the creators, like they're not, like real estate, they get that they have coaches. Athletes get coaches. There's lots of people where it's very clear and clean cut, but in the video or creative space, they're just thinking you're either going to give me technical know-how and you're going to like 14 day film. You're going to learn how to shoot and edit and cameras and aperture, da, 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 da. Or you're going to learn business strategy. I'm going to show you how to do a commercial campaign and here's how you run it and the strategy and what you say on a call and da, da, And you're going to do that. But for me, it's a lot harder for me to do what I do by just watching some motivational video on the internet of me just talking. That's fine. That serves a purpose, but there's a lot of that. I don't love that as much. Um, but the idea of this digging into the specifics. So once I got so clear that I knew I had the capabilities and competence, but my track record showed I'll give up. I, I don't really want to do all this other stuff. And I don't really like the responsibility of it, et cetera, et cetera. So when Paul came along to kind of come alongside him and, and be for him to shine a light on what I'm doing through his tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands a month he's spending on ads to get you and more than likely 95% of the people on this call right now that I just get to be me and he and his team get to be them. But like when he has a problem with a team member, it's not my problem. 
he's got to go either fire him, train him, go find a new person or whatever. And so I just got clear on that. So is there a cap to what I could earn through that model? Well, that all depends on how someone would set something up. You can be an employee somewhere and really have zero upside, which a person like me would be not doing because I've been able to earn substantially, but I, I've kind of hit caps when I'm kind of running the show myself, doing some of that I don't like and the responsibility. But so I set something up with Paul where on certain levels, I have unlimited upside. We have a split and different things. So it's, it's motivating because there's not just like, well, you know, I want to just do this, but now I'll just get paid a little salary and I'll just do my thing. And that's it. Cause I know I could probably earn more than, well, I know I could earn more than what he was willing to pay me from a salary perspective. <laughs> and so, you know, he's giving me eyeballs and earballs or ears and everything else. And then I still have some stuff I offer while I'm helping people within his community. Um, but it really becomes a win-win because I get to remove, I get all the pros out of a team, out of the marketing, advertising, all this stuff that none of it's my responsibility. And that feels really good. And so for you, you have this idea, you have this concept and you're really great at the X, like I'm sure you don't maybe procrastinate or anything on the actual design and build out and doing that, right? That's the sweet spot. You're the probably, let me ask you, I mean, do you prefer the computers over people or people over computers? Computers. Right. Or, or alone, <laughs> totally fine right. alone. And, and that's, yeah, exactly. So for me, it's people or alone, right? Versus the, the alternative. So that's perfect. So all of us on some level, which you know how to do, I don't think you don't have this skill set at all because it doesn't matter, introverted, extroverted, people over computers, blah, blah, blah. We all on some level need to learn how to sell. But a guy who just wants to edit, might, if he wants to think he loves to edit or wants to edit, but he needs to shoot and get the jobs and find the jobs and all that. Then they get to edit. They'll probably never get much editing jobs because they'll never be motivated to do all this other sh you know, stuff that they don't want to do. And so they just end up in this limbo. Like I want to edit, but the only way to edit is I need to get a business and I don't really want, you know, it's that weird tug of, tug of war that doesn't work out rather than, you know what, I'm going to sell to a few people, but those people go get the 30 jobs or the 50 jobs or whatever. And so now I got three or four people that just continually send me work. And I don't have to keep selling to them. I don't have to figure anything out. I know my rates. I get to edit and I just get to show up and do that. Now, again, back to, will there be a cap? Well, for most people who might be like that, yeah, there might be. But what's happening to a lot that I've seen is I've had people who have jobs they don't like. They're not in their creative field. And they're making $10,000, $15,000 on the side trying to be the whole production company. And then I had specifically one guy I'm thinking of right now, once he got clear, like I kept seeing through the years, I'm like, man, you Every time I ask you, what would you do if you didn't need money? He's like, editing. I'm like, okay. And he finally owned that. And within a few months, got some connections and got an editing job with the Netflix documentary series and was making double the money he was making at the job that had nothing to do with video production, just editing. And so there's lots of ways to achieve things, but the way he was trying to do it, he had a job he didn't want and he was barely making any money trying to do the thing he wanted. And that's what happens with a lot is they're not, entrepreneurial right now. And so this idea that they could earn 500,000 or a million or a hundred thousand a month or all these crazy things, they can't even figure out how to earn 10 grand in a whole year, you know, because they're, they're not that right now versus going down the path of maybe even like, well, I need to be partnered with Paul forever. I don't know. Right now I have zero qualms and I'm happy. I don't know what'll happen in six months or six years, but I'm going to love it while I've got it. But I've seen people who've come and work for me. They own their own companies now. They wouldn't have been able to sell one job on their own, but they, for three years, 
were with me and learned and around and they helped me. And I, I'm the person who's not an NDA guy or anything else like that. So it's like when they were ready, go on your own. There's plenty to go around is how my mind is. So I would just look at that. That's really the bottom line of those stories, though, is to just think about there's potential multiple ways to your destination. And so rather you needed to, to build a muscle that might be really, really weak right now and want high levels of accountability or sh shifting your mind to get in a place where you can follow this thing to the, 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 the goal line and be able to, you know, find all the people for it and do all those things that you're just not as excited about. It's just on some level, a version of it has to be done, but who could be a strategic partner and, you know, who could be somebody you could connect with that that might be a way to make this dream a reality. And then, because to me, a little bit of something's better than a lot of bit of nothing, right? Because an excellent idea with poor execution, I think as you, it's clear, still clear, isn't worth the millions of dollars that it might be worth if you can't complete it, if you can't see it to the finish line versus it makes $50 million and you make 20% of it or 50%. Yeah, I've, been, I don't know what number. I've been there, done that. That doesn't work. <laughs> okay, it doesn't work for you. I want to I no, identify that that whole idea thing without following through. It, oh, it okay, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't yeah, I was matter like, what the budget says, right? <laughs> yes, okay, I thought you were saying having a partner person no. doesn't work. I'm like, well, it doesn't work for you because it's worked for other people. No, yeah, exactly. So, so what does that sit with you, that idea of potentially, you might not be clear on who it is or how you get it or anything right now, but how does that sit with the two lenses that you have right now of like, all oh, this stuff, I need accountability and follow through and da-da-da-da-da, or potentially somebody that could come along and do all that you're not good at that you could take the idea with and be able to, how's that sit with you? Um, so the, the way it's kind of designed is I don't actually need that. I want it. Mm. It's an add on because I'm connecting businesses to clients. So to me with the use of video with where everything is going, that's a natural thing for me to just collect money from. Mm -hmm. um, what I do like about what you just said is you basically described like the last 20 years. You know, I, I, I <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I left, I used to work for the federal government in IT. And when I left that, I got into doing private contracting, private consulting. I was doing my own kind guy. of stuff. <laughs> and I was doing pretty good at it. Um, but obviously I wasn't doing really well cause I couldn't scale it cause it was all yeah. about me. I was the guy yeah. doing the work. Um, and even though I'm an introverted extrovert, I'm really good at soft sales, not hard sale. Yeah. So if I can get my foot in your door and get into your office and start talking to you, I'm yeah, really good, good at, at selling stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, but I can't sell used cars or insurance. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, then I said, okay, well I need to scale this. I need to build a business. So I figured out how to do all that. And then I realized I really hated running a business. Right. So that's what I, we're saying. I didn't, yeah. yeah I, I, was, I was really good at templating because I've done that. Like I build systems. But what I didn't want to do is train people how to use it and micromanage them while they did it and have to follow up and follow up because people didn't want to do what I wanted them to do the way yeah. I wanted them to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and those headaches with business, right? So I think really what I liked about what, what you really said was that it's a point where I need to figure out what I'm really good at and what my strengths and my passions are yes. and get through the other stuff in a way enough that maybe I can find a couple of those first key people yep. that will be champions yep. in, in that area and, and use that, that model. Um, again, the problem is, and, and I love this about you, you, you can call a spade a spade. 
and still be cool with the person. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so I, I, what I need is that, um, just that accountability, you know, like, uh, who are your first people you're going to do this with? Find someone, you know, research them and, and get there, but write that email, yeah. pick up that it's phone. Just, it, it, well, yeah. Um, and, and what I find I don't like a, having to do that, you know? Yeah. And there's a guy that, that said something to me that, that I've done some coaching work with that. He's like, I'm not an accountability coach. This is what he says. And he says, because I need the mission to be so big for somebody. They don't need to be handheld. But now there's a different distinction that I would add to that. For me, I I feel the same way. I'm not, I don't hold people accountable, but I want to keep that acceleration, that movement, that action, like keep somebody. So it's not, Hey, John, did you send the email? It's just like, yep. let's get you energized and motivated and excited about what it is that you want to do. But the, the way someone gets motivated to do things is when the thing that they're going to do is something that they genuinely want to do. I think that when we're forced right. to do things or they're have tos, like, what am I supposed I can, I, you know, I hold guns. I can do that. You can do these things to force people. But that's not, I saw a quote recently. It's like when you shame people, uh, to, 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 to action, you uh, have acting. And when you inspire somebody, you get change. And I think what's happening in our world, not to get into everything, but just that idea of how I coach as well is to inspire you, not to sit here and, and shame you or force you, or as I've seen with myself, which is what I shine back on others, is they don't care. Like they hear the solution through. So you tell me your thing. And then I think the solution that's only right for Michael. And then I tell you that. Now, it might work for you. I want you to just think of different ways. And then you find what resonates with John. You'll take action then. Not yep. taking action. Every time I hear people tell me things they did, I'm like, I don't remember telling them that. I don't even know how they came up with that. Like, I'm just like, because I don't give people the solution specifically. How much should I charge? $1,000. I don't do that. I want to just create thought processes and patterns that help you think differently, think outside that box, find what resonates because now after 20 years of doing things that all that 20 years, you're a powerful guy. I know you can just say a few things. There's things you've accomplished that most people listening won't even ever come close to. The knowledge, the expertise and owning back into that 20 years of things you've done and how powerful of a person you are and what you can achieve is, is game changer. So now you know where you've seen yourself fall short but now just looking at it through a different lens that there's other ways that you could potentially achieve what you want. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing right here. That's why I gave that example, whether it resonates, it seems as it does, but for some that won't resonate because they're like, well, I love editing and I love shooting and I love this and I love that. And that's fine, but there's stepping stones. And sometimes we're, we're just taking things a little out of whack. And that's why we end up in this limbo for years frustrated rather than me being super cheese ball here with the old uh he was saying green acres or whatever for a while but the bruce lee quote with uh be like water you know at times there's there's things that are in front of us that can have the path be easier but yet we are programmed in our life that effort hard work hustle grind lots of hours like i said the edit it's got to be better if i spend 10 hours instead of two but that's old ways of thinking. And so there's ways that you can still have this happen. And I believe from what I've seen is if you remove the attachment, thank God when Paul came along, I was at least enough uh, aware to make a decisive decision with Paul because at times in my life, I've been so attached and with blinders on that Paul could have come along. All this is happening now. Um, and 
I wouldn't have I wouldn't have seen that because I wanted Parker. That's it. Parker's the only way. And literally, I was a little bit doing that. And I just had enough work on myself for the last two years specifically that when Paul popped up, I was like, okay, I got it. This is not at all. It wasn't part of the plan, right? Even though the irony was everything that we're doing together was part of the plan, but not the person. And so what I've, I've attached is like, get clear on what you want your life to be, what that, that, that goal would look like, those, those bigger vision things, but let go of the attachment of the exact way it's going to happen. And, and I think what you'll find is, is if your eyes and ears are open, the things and the right people will start coming into your life. Because if you're clear about where you want to go and you let right. go of the exact to a T concrete way, you know, being a technician the way you are and everything else, you know, and, and coding, like you can't have certain things out of place, right? Because if it's out of place, it doesn't work. It's broken. But what you got to look at this is not needing to know step by step how all this will work so that then boom, it scales and da, da, da. that's great to have ideas of it, but let some of that go. Stay focused in the area that you're already excellent and have that be perfect. But these other areas, just know where you want to go and be open to the little, you know, inspired breadcrumbs and things that are there that you're going to be able to notice more if you let go of specifics or a certainty of certain paths or certain ways you'll be open and all of a sudden this little, you know, what was that? And that leads to this conversation that all of a sudden in six months, you're talking to somebody and it's like, holy crap, man, I can't believe how that all ended up happening. Yeah. And you couldn't have planned it. And so I've started more and more in my life to let go of the planning of the specifics, the how, and rather know what I want as the big vision and then just start working towards it the best way I know how. And then like what I try to do is just create different perspectives. And just like that, that allows you to be more open rather than yeah. rigid. Because if the rigidness isn't working, you get stuck. Because in life, you can't control every single thing that's going to happen like you can on your computer with your code. And so if you can start to know that with the computer, you could somewhat control short of what we just experienced, which I don't believe anything happens. You know, everything happens for a reason. Like I had all these issues that can tie into the story, right? I can't control. Yeah. If we were sitting across from each other, I wouldn't have had a glitch out and fried out and fell on the ground unless I was drunk or something. But with this, I can't control the computer. So we're sitting here and it goes off and David's telling stories about God knows what, because he's the only one with access to the microphone. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know, but then I come back. So with technology, there's a lot you can control, but there's a lot less you can control in life. And so when you let go of that control, but know where you're going, I just believe that more and more, no matter introverted, extroverted, or what you believe, I have just seen with all sorts of people, a lot more aligns and a lot more works out. So sound good, buddy? Cool, man. I appreciate it. It's all about clarity. And I love how you keep circling back to bring that back. It is. Awesome. And I, I, I beaten it, you know, sometimes it's like a beating a drum of it, but I'll tell you what, when my life, when I get clear and I've seen others get clear, magic shows up because it's again, I, I love these cliches, but they're, I guess for a reason, but the Alice in Wonderland quote or whatever, you know, which path do I take? And you know, do you, where, where do you want to go? I don't know. Well then any path will do. And the truth is when we yep. God universe or whatever you believe, when you have no clarity about where you're going, it's why in your life, in your reality, in your world, it's a little bit of everything. Because one day you want this and one day you want that and you don't want this and you don't want that. So you just get a little bit of everything. But when you get clear, that's where the things and the people and all the stuff starts falling into place because 
again, I, I get chills thinking about it because for a while people would always say things about my energy. And I'm like, if I hear another thing about energy, I can't figure out how to do anything with this energy stuff. I mean, I'll just be in myself. I don't know what I don't know what all this means. I'm like, I need some tangible. I shoot, I edit, I show a video. That's tangible, but all this energy and woo-woo. But the more I lean in to some of it and just have a faith in it, the more I see that, yeah, when you get clear, like you don't even have to tell the soul, but when you're clear and you're like, boom, I'm making a decision. This is where I'm going. It's just amazing the things that start happening that couldn't happen before because quite frankly, you weren't, and again, I can break it down to maybe a science. Like when you're focused, where you focus is what you get. When your focus is diluted all over, you get all over. But when you get clear, you start getting the specifics you want. So I'm excited, man. I'd love to connect whenever cool. you feel like sure. you want some more. Uh, hit me up though. Man, I, appreciate you, I appreciate you unmuting that, that microphone and us doing that was fantastic. Thanks man. Appreciate cool, it. Buddy. All right, man. Appreciate you brother. Yeah.